0: welcome to explore the space we're digging into healthcare issues that matter most our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers there is a gulf between healthcare and our communities this is the place to talk about it now here's your host dr mark shapiro
1: welcome back to explore the space podcast i'm your host mark shapiro and welcome to another med lasso episode from explore the space podcast This one is awesome. We're covering Ted Lasso season three, episode seven, me and my buddy Syed Tabatabai are joined by Dr. Jared Rubinstein. And the three of us watched right away on Tuesday, as soon as the episode went live and we went live on Med Lasso right after could not have picked a better and more fun episode to do that with because episode seven of season three, Ted Lasso is phenomenal. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely watch it before you listen. Uh, because we're going to dive into all of the wonderful things that happened, the hilarious stuff, the stuff that was just so moving, so satisfying, sets the stage for the rest of the season. And uh, well, all three of us just absolutely loved it. We had a total blast. We're going to keep this intro short so we can get you to it, that's for sure. Hit me on Twitter at ETS Show and definitely follow hashtag MedLasso on Twitter, Instagram at ExploreTheSpaceShow, and for sure email me, Mark, at com. We don't have that many episodes left, so share your thoughts, share your feelings, share what you're enjoying. Get it out there so we can all kind of participate and have fun together while we finish up the final season of Ted Lasso. And we can really make the most of it together. I think that's kind of what this has all been about, this whole Med Lasso project. Check out the archive of Med Lasso if you haven't already. It's all at www.explorethespaceshow.com. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to download your shows. Please share it with your friends and your colleagues. Leave us that five-star rating and a review. That really helps us out as well. All that said, let's get to it, man. This was a this was a great one. This was one of the best episodes yet. Ted Lasso season three, episode seven. Me, Syed, Dr. Jared Rubinstein. We had an absolute blast. You will, too. So let's get amongst it. We are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies, though. Passion may have strained. It must not break our bonds of affection. The mystic cords of memory stretching from every battlefield and patriot grave To every living heart and hearthstone all over this broad land will yet swell the chorus of the union when again touched as surely as they will be by the better angels of our nature. Did you guys catch Sam use a quote from Lincoln's first inaugural address? I I just came out of my seat. Syed, how are you? I'm good, man. spot the history major, (laughs) right? Spot the history major. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the first inaugural. I don't even care. That was unreal. That was so good. What an episode. Man. What an episode. Season three, episode seven. We're here. We are joined by Dr. Jared Rubenstein. Jared, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Uh, you, uh, we invited you on last week. None of us knew it was happening. We're like, we're going to record right after because I'm
2: going out of town. This is our window. Whoa, you ready? This is a, this is a good one. Yeah, this. this was, it felt like so much was tied together and there's, there's so much richness in this one.
1: It's just absolutely packed. All right, we're going to start with the second most important thing. There was a major league shout out. Jared, did you catch it? No. Oh, Syed, did you catch the shout out? To no, me? I didn't. <laughs> just a bit outside.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they go back to, as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, they're back to the fundamentals <laughs> of quoting from major league. We're all ebullient. We're all jubilant right now. We're all happy right now. Syed, why?
0: It just felt like the show just found its footing in such a major way, and all this like uncertainty about where things were headed. Uh, Count on Trent Kram to just like bring it all home, and some. It just felt like three seasons of Ted Lasso were building to that one moment and crystallizing it. It's just fantastic. What a show,
1: Jared. How about for you? Did you did this show? Like, where are you right now? You just watched it. And yeah. Just no. It
2: was it was so it was just so satisfying. I, I I finished it and I was just sort of sitting there smiling and feeling like. Like, Syed, you're saying, Trent, it feels like he's he's always the conscience of the show, like the Jiminy Cricket character. And he sort of summed up like he, he was talking about the three seasons of, of uh-huh. soccer, but it felt like he could have been summing up the three seasons of the show of like when he calls it the last away. And like, this is what the show has been all about all along, just putting it out, putting it out there.
1: Syed, who had the best line? of this of this insanely good episode
0: in my opinion it was one of my favorite actors and i just lost it when i saw him on screen i've loved him and everything he's been in i can't pronounce his name properly i think nona a Anans- uh, but he played sam's dad and when he sat down with him and he was like fight forward don't fight back fight forward and i was like on forward onward you know i was like this is it what a beautiful <laughs> line a I, beautiful I i, beautiful I teared
1: line. up a little bit i love that line I openly started crying when Sam saw his dad and ran to him. I just, mm. nope, I'm not even going to fight it. I'm crying. That was so beautiful because we'd met Sam's dad over the phone, remember? And Righto. we know that they have a very close relationship. His father is a massive figure for him. And wanting to live up to his father's expectations in a, in a healthy way was really important. Jared, the best line.
2: So I think it was tied. I think for me, it, Sam's dad was just such a good character and it, it wasn't even, I, I think him saying at the end, his name and then realizing that that was the name of the restaurant for me was when, when the tears came and, and realizing that dude, everyone calls him Mr. Obasanya all along. You don't realize what his first name is until he says it. Yeah. But I also, I loved um, Roy making his puns and Ted giving him credit and then saying, God, I hate what you fucking <laughs> done to me. I, I think that was yeah. just such a good <laughs> moment.
1: That was fantastic. That was so for me though, the best line by far was when Sam when he was talking with Seema about you know, the controversy with this, what I, I assume is as a member of parliament who's openly racist and Britain is now a closed country and she's angry, and rightly so, and he says, no, I, I, and I don't remember the exact line, I only watched the episode once and I turned it off just a few minutes ago, but he said, no, it, we're gonna to appeal to the better angels of our nature. And that's the line from Lincoln's first inaugural mm. address. And that's of course, just like with everything else in the show, that's not by accident, right? That's one of the most famous speeches in the history of this country spoken by the greatest president we've ever had at a moment of profound crisis, uh, right? That was March 4th of 1861 is when he made that speech before the onset of the Civil War. And that they, Sayed, we've been lamenting, right? Like we need Sam to be Sam again. We need more from this character. Oh my God, he went to the first inaugural draft. Oh, I'm all set. Like I'm, I'm good. That was unreal. It's like they heard us and they're like, we got you, don't you worry. Jared, did you have expectations or needs after the first half of season three?
2: I think, I don't know. I felt like I know having listened to a couple episodes to you I, I know there were not positive feelings about episode five and, and I really liked it because I felt like it was, it was like the bottoming out, but not just the rock bottom, but the build and, and sort of starting to set the foundation for like Nate becoming a human again. And, and some of the characters sort of starting to find their footing, Keely finding her footing with the, with the stuff with Jack and with, firing her friend. And so this felt like the this felt like the payoff for what started to build at the end of episode five. And I love I thought that everything with with Sam in this one was so good. And I think that's supposed to be a I think that's supposed to be the the British interior minister, Suella Braverman, who's been featured everywhere sort of being incredibly hateful to to refugees and Good. And all the stuff. The the first comment she made back to him was like the, it felt like the the stay the this is our lane thing for the. Well, that was, it, Laura, that sort was
1: Laura Ingram
2: on fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The on, on the, the, the shut up and dribble up was yeah. That's and the, right. but but then before the one that she said right before it was sort of it was like a staying. I don't remember if she said exactly stay in your lane, but it felt like the stay in your lane equivalent with the with the NRA.
1: Uh, that was November of 2018. I remember that one. I gave my grand rounds. Things I didn't learn in training about firearms this morning, and that tweet is in my talk. Um, right, that was a that was a big moment for our profession when, when the National Rifle Association told physicians all around the world to stay in their lane on the subject of gun violence, uh, and, and it was all of those things were so well done. They weren't subtle, they weren't nuanced, they were just there. And because that's the reality that we're all sort of facing, right? And that's why mm-hmm. we have this call to the better angels of our nature, and that's why we have to fight forward. Uh, and it's interesting that even a year ago, when they're shooting this. They had that uh, situational awareness to put these things in. I wonder if they kind of knew how relevant they would still be, but, man, they absolutely stuck it. So I have have a very difficult question for you. I am going to put you on the spot because I'm your (laughs) friend and I love you. Do you know the famous quote that Coach Lasso references to Ted when he talks about the famous Robert Frost poem? I thought of you immediately.
0: I came across two paths. I took the one less traveled. I love you. You're the best. You. <laughs> I got so you, buddy. I got you, so buddy. Awesome. No, that, was an amazing, that was an amazing oh. moment, though. I, I love the way he said that so casually and walked away. I was like, damn, that's
1: so good. Damn. That's so, so good. good. You know what else is so good is, t- is uh, Trent Krim's clothes. Jared, Trent Krim is wearing some sport coats. I, I want all yes. of them. Yes,
2: and, and it looks like it's always a band T-shirt underneath. <laughs> like it's a band <laughs> T-shirt and then the sport coat over it. One of them was for a
1: college and I was actually trying to figure it out because it said university and then it said Falcons, I think, and then like 1878, but it didn't say what the university was. It was purple and gold and I was Googling it and I couldn't find it, but I was like, that's a great looking shirt under like a tweed sport coat. (laughs) With million dollar hair too. Holy God. Mm -hmm. We uh, get to enjoy this. And I also think that this is the way it's going to be. Like they end the episode with, Right, they the the greyhounds lose the game, but that doesn't matter. Like they know that they've unlocked something, and they're gonna rip through to the finish line. I feel like that's what the show's telling us. That we're just gonna blaze through the next handful of episodes to an extraordinary finish. They're not gonna hoist the trophy, but man, it's gonna be a fun finish. Syed, is that your take? I think so. I think so. You know the the play played through me, not to me. The
0: as soon as that happened, I was like, Oh, they're set. They're set. This is that's we the the key set. in the lock, and it's unlocking, and it's it's just gonna be awesomeness.
1: That's so great. What were your thoughts, Jared, seeing Jamie Tart Ascendant?
2: Oh, it it was wonderful. I mean, it felt like the payoff of all his his training with Roy, and and the the wanting to be there and just getting it and realizing. Sort of he's doing it same in his usual dickish way when he's framing it. And everyone sort of anticipates it from him. But then it's just beautiful where it, everyone sort of sees it. And he crystallizes the team and becomes the leader that, that they wanted Zava to be. And he wasn't. And they've, they've sort of needed it all along.
1: And he's really good. Like that, mm-hmm. that piece that they created. They allowed the team to really, really shine. And just kind of give everyone that sense of, of relief. What scene made you laugh the hardest? Jared, you get to go first
2: there's a lot I mean, yeah just, there is a lot that, I so. think I think that that scene with Roy doing all the all the puns and, and just being continually disappointed in himself
1: <laughs> so disappointed in himself I know <laughs> yeah yeah Syed how about for you what was the funniest scene for you
2: I'm, I'm also going to give it to Roy but it's when he's in front of the board
0: the coaching board and he has all the red strings going to a central <laughs> red string and he's like how about we do this and Coach Weird is like I think we're done with the red string thing <laughs> I think we're they, they the got me.
1: string thing there is another baseball movie reference during that scene. It's a scene of silliness and teamwork and a team building and a team coming together, trying to find their way. This is not subtle. This is there. It was the song "Put Me in Coach, I'm Ready to Play." What movie is that from? Thayat. <laughs> I'm over I'm for two here. Oh uh, well, it's a baseball movie. You're over for two, but you always get another at bat, Jared. You got it? <laughs> Bull Durham? Yes, it was Bull Durham, my man. See, Jared comes in off the bench, hits the grand slam. We're <laughs> fine. We're okay. I pick the right guess every time. What is the fourth uh, domain, shall we say? Ted lays them out. Trent clearly has his curiosity peaked. Conditions. Was it conditioning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, conditioning, versatility, awareness. Jared, what's the fourth block?
2: I'm not sure there is. I think that's part of the magic like there's the I think that's sort of Ted's dynamic is that you never know if he's just bullshitting or like if he if he has, if it all goes together or if he's just throwing stuff out. And
1: Ted Obi-Wan Gandalf. He he,
2: he no knows it's gonna work. Yeah. And like that's why I loved it when Trent comes up to him being sort of his at the end when he's sort of his most Ted-ish. Like I think all this whole season's been all of them sort of becoming each other in various ways. But he Trent Krim, who's always like so like calm, cool, and collected, is like giddy in the hallway when he realizes that it's going to work and Ted's response to it made it like, he's so surprised, but Ted has this look of like, yeah, yeah. like he's responding. Like he's also surprised, but he's not. And, 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 so and all his response.
1: It's so interesting that you say that they're becoming each other. Cause one of the other hilarious lines was Isaac and Danny imitating each other. Oh Teddy yeah. yeah. Each other. Uh, and, and we're seeing that right. And Roy is becoming Ted and it, and that all kind of, fits together. And I love it. Sayed, is there a fourth domain?
0: I think, you know, there very well may be a fourth domain that applies to everybody, but I feel like the way it was left blank is sort of an extension of the Ted Lasso way in that each player has to find their fourth domain. The coaches could have very easily told them that, hey, you guys got to go through Jamie in the middle there. That The only way this works is Jamie funneling everything through. But It was in Jamie's growth to be able to step up to the team and be like, hey, I'm at that point now where I can carry everybody. And that's his fourth thing out of that list. I think each player has, it's a blank space. um, And they grow naturally into whatever's next for their growth individually. I think that's their
1: fourth item on the list. That's a great take. And I think it's consistent with the way the whole show has been with Ted's coaching style. He gives people permission and equips them to rise in the way that is most natural for them instead of telling them what his expectation is. And it allows them to then grow and kind of be their best, the best version of mm-hmm. themselves, which I think is probably the most exciting. I, I, like I, I think there's a fourth domain. Um, I don't, I, I, I like the idea that we can leave it open to interpretation, but because of, I don't believe in coincidence, we're going to go into the locker room right now. We're going to make Quick, because I want to get to something where I think the fourth domain actually fits. And this is something that happened before we'd seen the episode. But before we get there, we're, we go in the locker room. There's always the first thing we do. Jared, tell Syed, tell Syed your ruling <laughs> on tea.
2: You're going to feel good about this. I, I love tea. I think there's a, there's always this dynamic of everyone has the dichotomy of coffee or tea. and like, why not both? I, I love coffee, right. but I also love tea. And there, coffee, like when you need to get stuff done, there's coffee. But when you don't need to get stuff done there's tea, and I think that's almost nicer.
1: That's like a volume one and a volume two of a beverage's greatest hits. When you need to get <laughs> stuff done, coffee. When you don't need to get stuff done, tea. You know who doesn't like tea anymore is Leslie Higgins. He had one scene, <laughs> <guy to laughs> steal that five minutes. That was awesome. That was really hot, hot, hot. So, have you ever spilled a hot beverage on yourself? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's Absolutely. bad for morale. Yeah. It's really, it's really bad. bad you just, the first thing you yeah. do is look around to see if anyone's around. The notice, <laughs> and then the second thing you know is you do is just brace for impact. You're like, "This is gonna suck for <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, mm-hmm. this is not gonna be great." All right, what I want to do though is go straight to the brick from the pyramid of success. I sent you guys this a couple hours ago before we'd seen it, and I think that it makes sense that this could be the fourth domain: skill, a knowledge Ooh. of, and the ability to properly and quick quickly execute the fundamentals. Be prepared and cover every little detail. Now, we may not get a fourth domain, but just in keeping with the central dogma of you know, the sort of the primacy of the pyramid of success and what might make sense that sort of elevates those other things and also kind of allows, right? It's great to talk about these things, but then on the pitch to actually have like the footwork and the timing and the conditioning and the vision to execute that play, you need to have that skill set. I like the idea that that might be the fourth domain, but it makes sense that it's here. Sayed, talk to us a little bit about skill.
0: Well, I think, you know, we have this image in our minds uh, for a lot of highly trained professions, whether it's medicine or football or, you know, these athletes that skill is drilling over and over again. And, uh, you know, getting to the point of muscle memory, quickly executing the fundamentals, etc. But I think what this episode also showed is uh, the other aspect to skill, the preparation and covering all the details and what the coaches are going over. And actually, I think it was interesting that Roy was really concerned about the total football because as a pro athlete, he knows what skill it takes to execute that kind of uh, uh, package. And, and they weren't prepared in the first half, frankly, they were against uh, Arsenal, right? They were down three zip and they weren't ex- exhibiting the skill they needed to run this actually fairly complex concept. So I think it was really underpinning this episode. It's pretty cool that you chose that without even without even seeing it, Mark. That's pretty
1: neat. I know. There's no coincidences, man. There was uh, it, it had to be that way. Jared, talk to us about skill.
2: Yeah. I, I love that you picked this one for this one too, because I think I think a lot of times when people use the word skill, they're, they're thinking about something that's like natural and inborn. And I love that this is describing sort of the exact opposite of that. And I think even better for this episode, it sort of feels like it's a paraphrase of the lasso way. Like it's, this has been building, the skill has been building for the three seasons of giving everyone and saying the right thing at the right time and sort of giving everyone what they need so that they can deliver in the moment and be prepared with every little detail that it's not something that just happens overnight, that it's, it's the, it's the buildup.
1: I think it's the juxtaposition of Jared, exactly what you just said, right? The, the importance and the essential nature of the preparation, the attention to detail, the rigor, right? The work when no one is watching, right? We know all of the like kind of sports cliche moments, but like for us, right? It's look, it's studying late at night and it's reading about your cases for the next day and it's practicing in the lab and it's going over things again and again and again. So you, you, they become um, rote and you know that they're just there. So that when there is a moment that requires creativity or dynamism or something outside of what you've practiced, you have a foundation from which to springboard off of. And that's now where this team is, right? They have this foundation and they have a focus. And now they can springboard in all these different directions and do all these different things, right? They can kind of be their, their pluripotent selves. They can be great scores. They can be great goalies. They can open restaurants. They can talk to the press. They can... You know, what did Isaac want to do? He wanted to do campaign ads for chocolates um, or for Rolos, just Rolos. (laughs) I I like this idea that through this focus on skill, it's a springboard for all of them because they're all going to go off into their future, right? In five weeks, we're saying cheerio, boys, and it's going to kind of be a bummer, but we'll also be confident that they have the, the whole package that the lasso way will be able to carry on. And I, and I just love that. And I think that the way we saw this block together, I liked that we had a chance to think about it before. Jared, did you have the experience of watching the show and then thinking back on the block and being like, wow, that, this, this really fit. This is good. Or was it, I, yeah.
2: It was, no, absolutely. I had that. I was like, yeah, I can't believe this, this was picked before having seen it because it feels, it feels perfect for this.
1: Syed, if you could have picked something else to be the fourth domain, just from your own experiences, your own sense of the show, your professional life what would you what would be another fun thing to be the fourth domain because right on twitter tomorrow that's what everyone's going to be at like thinking about right trent Krim on the trent crim independent twitter thread like people will be thinking what could be the fourth domain? what would be one for you
0: well what were the other
1: three first of all I, i'm trying to remember off the top of my head do you have them written down well you weren't paying attention when i read them five <laughs> minutes ago but that's yeah okay. yeah conditioning versatility uh-huh. awareness um I think well you know who's going to love this you know who's going to eat this stuff for breakfast who John Irwin John <laughs> Yeah to like he's going to call us and be like we got to do another episode of Bed Lasso I have things to say I think part of I, Texas MD he's going to love
0: it I, I would put trust um, oh. I think I think in the, the, once once you trust in each other you trust in the first three things you trust in the team I think that's the moment where you're willing to commit 100% until you
1: trust it. Before you have that trust, it's not going to happen. Jared, do you think that the team trusts Ted?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I think that it's like, I think they would follow him off of a a cliff at this point. I I think it's just, it's all set. Will Roy ever blow a whistle? What? I kind of missed that. Like he's allergic to metal.
2: Yeah, I think it from the first that. episode where he becomes coach that he says it like gives him a rash around his mouth or something.
1: <laughs> they have a fixation with describing people's issues around their mouth. There were several of them in this episode. We don't need to go deep on this thread, but it's there. It's there. All right, let's do power rankings. Jared, you get to go first. Let's go through your power rankings from Season 3, Episode 7 of Ted Lasso.
2: All right. I'm going to go for number three keely i think i, I like keely's arc a lot and I, I think her her finding herself and and sort of navigating her her life and her job and her new relationship i i think has been nice to see and feeling like she's actually someone that's always true to herself and struggles with the sort of things you'd anticipate she would struggle with but but is always her and, and I, I love that for two i'll go ted i think this is i think if this was a good full circle one for him where he he sort of found himself at the end of the last one and is sort of back in his most tedness. And I'm as surprised as anyone that my number one is going to be Nate. I think, I think a testament to the writing of the character and the acting of, what's it, Nick Muhammad that like, he was so detestable and I, I was rooting against him and, and was like, I, I can't envision a scenario where he comes back and and rebuilds trust and becomes a beloved character again. And i really enjoyed seeing him in this. I, I think the whole, the, like, being with his family and having that scene. I always thought one of the weirdest scenes in the previous episodes was where he would look in the mirror and then spit and, like, make that, that angry face. And it was always so viscerally uncomfortable. And I loved in this one that he almost did it. Like, he looked in the mirror and then he smiled at himself. And I thought it was just this, like, complete beloved moment and, all the stuff with him and Jade where I, y'all have talked about the, the color green before and he had the green box and Oh, good catch. I didn't notice that. Yes, he, sir. Sure did. and I didn't realize who he, her name is Jade, which is green. Ooh. And like, sure, I don't know. Right I, now, I, th- I thought yeah, the, I thought the whole, go. I thought the whole Nate thread in this one was just really great. And I found myself rooting for him against, against all odds.
1: I'm rooting for you, man. Keep going with your hot takes. That was awesome. <laughs>
0: Syed, your power rankings. I'm going to go with uh, Trent at number three. Um, yeah. for his his moment there, for his hair alone. I mean, alone. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it almost felt to me almost like the dartboard moment in the sense that it w- it was just one moment where suddenly everything was pulled into sharp relief, and you realize that this is a moment you've built towards for three seasons. It was smart of the writers to put that moment in there too, because a casual viewer might just have not seen how important what just happened was. So I'll give that to Trent for putting a nice cap on the. There's something that else episode. that Trent
1: did that I just want to call out. Cause he's not sure. in my power rankings at the end. Remember how sort of jubilant he was when he was talking mm-hmm. to the coaches. I felt like that validated our jubilance. I felt like mm-hmm. I was, it was almost at the end of the episode and I was like, wow, Trent crim kind of the stoic guy is this excited. Like we should be this excited. This is great. I felt like we got a stamp from the, from the show to be like, yeah, you should be really fired up right now. This is super duper fun. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Um, for number two, I'm going to go with, uh, Nate also, uh, because he, uh, it, one of the most difficult things to do is to change your frame of mind, especially as regards how you see yourself from a place of self hate spitting at your literal reflection reflection in the mirror to a place of self-love and to be able to say that i'm confident in who i am i don't need to despise this person that i think i am i can just accept who i am embrace who i am and be who i am and jade throughout has been sort of the eyes of truth with nate her contempt for him mirrors his contempt for himself and she only really is all smiles and willing to go out with him and you know engage him for who, the good person he is when he's willing to accept that so i thought that was really neat uh neat one of the toughest things a person can do. And Nate does it in this episode. Um, and then for number two. this dude? I mean,
2: <laughs> seriously. Amazing. Am. All, always.
1: There's <laughs> no better take on Nate anywhere in the Ted Lasso universe than what you just spent 90 seconds on. That was awesome. that <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate find that. Find it and share it with me. There's nothing better than what you just said. I appreciate All that. Right, I one. appreciate
0: that. And then number one. I'm going to go kudos to Sam and his dad. Uh, one of the topics oh. that's been in the back, we've addressed this a couple of times, you know, racism yeah. in the Premier Leagues. Um, you yeah. know, it, it's that's a real problem. It's a huge yeah. problem. And you were always wondering is, is Ted Lasso really going to handle this? Are they going to address it? And in some way, I mean, obviously, this wasn't a deep, deep dive into that issue. They at least brought it out and they brought out kind of how to engage with it and kind of the real backlash that that happens sometimes when you go toe to toe with people on this issue mm-hmm. the way he's restaurant was trashed. But kudos to the, the writing team. And again, Sam seems to be the moral backbone, whether it's cerithium oil trashing his homeland and you know colonial capitalism or racism in the Premier Leagues.
1: Uh, Sam is the guy who steps up every time. So I, I, he's number one. I love it. I'm going to get Sam in my number three spot. Um, it was so great to just see the actor Toheeb Jamo have a chance to have a bit of range again because, boy, he is a talent. Uh, but I think that what we have been told is that Sam is going to move on when the show is over, um, and he will have an arc that will be kind of uh, of great kind of weight and size. Um, And we get to meet kind of the why for him, right? We meet his dad. And what a compelling pair the two of them make. But I think we also just know that Sam is going to really go on to do great things. I'm going to put Nate in number two because Nate is going to have the moment with... um, the, the, Rupert, Rupert, thank you <laughs> He's going to have that moment And he's going to need some help to get through it um, But it's coming you can they, They've set that up for us And I like that because there's going to be a, a culmination And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the new Nate navigates Did you notice too And credit, I, I think Jared, you said this Nick Muhammad, the actor Everything about him in the last scene Where he was at the dinner table with Jade was different His posh he was an adult he looked like an adult. His posture was different. He was wearing a properly fitting suit. Um, his, his aphorisms and his everything about him—he was an adult, and it was very gratifying to see. Number one, and man, it's going to be hard to take this away. Jamie Tart play through me, not to me. The future of this team is in that guy on that guy's boots. Right? Remember what Ted said in uh, season one? He said, "You are clearly one of the most dedicated. One of the most." Brilliant athletes I've ever seen. And when you figure out that it's, what did he say? I don't remember the exact line, but basically, when you realize that it's a team of 11 and not just one, you're going to be a tough, you're going to be a lot to handle. And he's there now. Uh, The team knows it, and it's very exciting. And I will even go so far as to say this episode was the passing of the baton moment. I don't think we're going to get as much Ted as we've been getting. Uh, I think Ted passed the baton to Jamie. It's Jamie's team. And with the middle finger, right? The team all knows that now. This is Jamie's team. He's going to be the one to take him home. And I loved it. I, I just think it's, it's so fun. We're going to get a sports movie ending and a bunch more and more montages. They put them on the field and it was just, <laughs> it was so great. I absolutely loved it. This was a big one though. Are we going to keep up the momentum, Syed? Are we going to go into episode eight and like, can we go higher?
0: I think we can go higher. I think it's yeah. firing at all cylinders now. And, uh, you know, they found their footing. They're, now so, Like you said, it's a sprint to the finish
1: because we had very little Rebecca, right? We're going to get a lot of Rebecca I think in episode 8. We're going to get a lot of Rebecca. Perhaps a flight back to Amsterdam or something like that. Jared, can we get higher? Can we maintain the voltage or do you think we might take a little roller coaster dip?
2: No, I think I I mean I this is wishful. I I hope the dip is done. I think I think that the 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 bottoming out for everyone. Or I hope the bottoming out for all the people that were going to bottom out happened. And I agree. I'd love to see more Rebecca. I'd love to see more I thought the last episode was the best Rebecca we've had in the whole, in the whole thing. Like would she literally and metaphorically had her hair down and, and just seem like a different person. And I would love to see more of that. I think as you both said, I think Sam is on the launch pad to start doing, doing a lot more and being more featured. Jamie, I, I, I think I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking and hoping for the sprint to the finish.
1: I like it. All right. We're going to get ourselves out of here. I want to just like have more time with this. We could probably do like a whole second part. Uh, of this one once you've had a chance to like think this episode through because we really just like all finished watching it. But all that being said, I think we've hit the high points and just been able to enjoy the moment and just enjoy the fun of it. Um, and and I'm happy for that for sure. So I had to plug something.
0: Uh, I'm going to plug my book. My book is now how many weeks away? Oh, my goodness. It's close, Three weeks dude. is close. Oh, yeah. uh, these vital signs, it's available on any online place where you go to buy books pretty much. Um uh,
2: pre-order now and uh it's gonna be amazing. Jared, plug something. All right, I'll plug um some work our team did that I'm I'm incredibly proud of, and I think prouder than anything I've done in my career. Um we created when the question came to us a couple of years ago, what do I do when um somebody, a patient or family or colleague says something racist to one of my coworkers? And we said, you know, that's that's tough, but we're happy to look into it and we don't know yet, but it sort of set us on a journey of a couple of years of creating what became a framework that we call Discrimination Nine One One. That's based on you know treating episodes of racism and healthcare as a, as a medical emergency. And we made a code card with sort of code algorithms, just like a a pals or an ACS, ACLS code card, and have been rolling it out through the hospital. And um, I, I did want to say thank you to you, Mark, too. I think this journey for me um, started a few years ago, and I think you may not remember, but I. I reached out to you on Twitter at some point to say, you know, I, I love the way you use your platform to speak up. And as a white person, I'm never sure what my role is in spaces and this. And you said, stop thinking about it and just do something and come back and tell me about it. And that started this journey a couple of years ago of, of, and, and crediting our, our institution at Texas Children's Hospital, that's had more of an appetite for this. than I think a lot of other Southern institutions that I have colleagues at, and um, I've just been super proud of the work our team's done with this. And it's been really cool to see.
1: That's awesome. I appreciate the kind word and shout out to Baylor College of Medicine. I was just there this weekend for my reunion. I know you're there. Texas Children's part of it. I did my peds rotations there. I've gotten to do my grand rounds on firearms there. And I agree. I think that there is an appetite there for an approach to uh, an equality facing way to practice medicine and to train and to learn and to study. Your work is awesome. And there'll be a link in the show notes to it for sure. Shout out for me. My plug back to fundamentals, med Twitter, it's been cooking. It's cooking. Syed did a thread. Syed gave us a fresh yes. story. Um, that was so was good. So we got a fresh story from Syed. One of the places, though, there, there's a variety of people, and I'll pull some of the accounts and share them. Two states where physicians and healthcare professionals are, are cooking, South Carolina and Tennessee. We have colleagues there who are doing hard work. That is not to diminish the other 48 for sure. It's happening across the board, but man, Those are two states that are really fraught right now for a wide variety of reasons that kind of come back to central themes. There's a variety of doctors there. I'm gonna put their Twitter handles in the show notes, but shout out to all of you. I don't want to start naming who they are because I'm gonna miss people and that's not great. But to those of you in those states who are doing things that you weren't trained to do and you have had to kind of learn on your own, um, you are setting a very high standard for the rest of us. And it is seen and it is very much appreciated Credit to all of you, and uh, I look forward to doing explore the space content with some of you as time goes forward. But that's that's where we all need to be, and it's it's wonderful to see. Speaking of wonderful to see, man, I, I don't know. Like, let's just kind of go out. Like, Sayed, we got to do the episode. We love this so much, and now we got to do a Lassa. Like, was it all you thought it would be? The last two hours. This has been amazing. What,
0: what, a, what a wonderful night. <laughs> this, I, I knew it was going to be good. I had, a, I had a good
1: feeling going into it, but this has exceeded every, every possibility. Jared, for you, high expectations. You got to come on Med Lasso. I know you were excited. We were delighted to get to invite you. Thank you for making time late at night. What was the, like the, the snapshot of the last two hours?
2: yeah i mean all of it i th- I think the, the high of the episode and then i mean this is this has been such an honor and a pleasure to talk with you both i've been such a huge fan of both of your work and advocacy and writing and and the show and and so getting to be on it's just it's been such a treat and such an honor
1: I, the last two hours were like as much fun aside from like family stuff as as we have like that was just enjoying that show it was that sense of like It's not over. I get to do med lasso. And then like for the next five days, like everyone's going to be talking about it. And from a place of like, this was awesome. Why did you think it was awesome? Me too. You know, that sort of improvisational. Yes. And it's going to be a really fun week. We will be back next week to do more, but fellas, well, oh, when we're back, by the way, I'm going to be 47 years old. I turned 47 (laughs) on April 28th. So happy birthday to me. Jared, what a treat, man. This was awesome having you on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Syed. That was I'm not going to read the second inaugural to wrap us up. We'll just leave it. With the first, <laughs> up. Yeah. I, I, really I, I like recording right after we saw it. There's
0: something about the hot off the press, you know, style. Know. It's kind of nice. I
1: know. I know. I kind of think we might want to do that again. I, I yeah. liked it too. I like it too. We'll talk offline. I'll be texting you. All right, boys. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye, bye. My thanks once again to Jared for joining Syed and I on Med Lasso. This was an absolute treat. Full disclosure, too, he and I had to stay up kind of late because he had to watch the show there on Central Time. So I had, definitely had the home court advantage. But this was totally phenomenal. It was just an absolute blast to get to cover such a fun episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We're going to have a great time coming down the stretch. We don't have that many episodes of Ted Lasso left. But you know that Med Lasso is going to live on. Check out the whole archive at www.explorethespaceshow.com. Jump on Twitter. I am at ETS Show. The hashtag is hashtag MedLasso. Share your thoughts and ideas and how you're feeling, what you think is going to happen. All of it. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to follow along. Syed and I are really active there. So if you're able to use that hashtag, we'll find you. We'll be able to respond and and have a good time all together. For sure, email me as well, mark at explorethespaceshow.com. Please share Med Lasso. Please share Explore the Space podcast with your friends and your colleagues. Really helps us out. And it just makes this community grow that much faster. We've got lots more Explore the Space podcast content coming, and we for sure got that weekly med lasso coming your way. We'll be back with next week's episode as well. Until then, take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com, and please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ETSshow, and you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to mark at explorethespaceshow.com.